All right. How to successfully defend your PhD thesis? A PhD defense is one of those things that one can never feel prepared enough for because usually it is the first time one is doing it. In this post, I try to paint a picture of how to successfully defend your PhD thesis, including how to make the slides for your defense talk. So, you know, I'm hoping that you're going to follow along because I'm going to share some、uh, example slides and help you actually work on your talk. So, I go over my my defense, you know, my experience here, having successfully defended my doctoral thesis in particle astrophysics. A little over forty-eight hours ago, the defense、uh, itself is two hours long. You give a talk, answer questions, work stuff out on the board, and survive. Usually, there is a public part of one hour before you could invite,、uh, or where you could invite、uh, friends and family. For me personally, I figured it's an exam; it's go time. I'm defending means I must be at least somewhat under attack. If there's going to be war, I'm ready, and I didn't want distractions, so I told my friends and family not to come. It was me and the five committee members. They started by closing the door and saying, "All right, we can torture you for two hours." So you know, it's up to you. Do you want no distractions but be alone with them for two hours, or do you want some supporters empathizing with you for the first hour? I made a choice there, and I'm fine with it. So next, I'm going to talk about the talk. Your, you know, the talk that you're giving at your defense. As、um, part of defending, you write a talk. But you should leave plenty of time for questions. So you you know you use something like PowerPoint, like I I'm gonna do here. I my talk was 63 slides, including the title slide,、uh, which I which I show here.、Um, introduction slides, six backup slides, and four divider slides. And I'll get into what I mean by a divider slide. So. What I do right after my title slide is I include a quick orientation slide. I've done this in job talks as well, and it helped. And it roughly it just tells people roughly what to expect. And so that slide this usually goes well、uh, during a talk.、It、just helps to orient people. That's why I call it a quick quick orientation slide. Then comes the motivation、uh, slash introduction slide.、Um, you know, you can have several of these. It's very important to introduce your field.、Um, so this is why this exists. I had a total of seven of these.、Um, uh, you have to especially make sure to motivate anything in here in the in the motivation or introduction slides that is important. To the research I'll, that you'll go over later on, so that's what I do here.、Um, so in my、uh, in my talk, one of the slides in my introduction slash motivation, that's where I, I show my experiment, and then it's on an energy scale as compared to other experiments or collaborative efforts in the field. 
And all of these other experiments are either particle or particle astrophysics experiments. And it slide, uh, this slide serves multiple purposes. First of all, it is good to acknowledge other experiments and demonstrate knowledge of the field while pointing out why your experiment is unique. So that's what this slide, uh, that's the purpose. It's very important to, first of all, have knowledge of the other experiments in your field. You don't want to not know about other experiments. That's just having an understanding of your field. And also, it's good to acknowledge other experiments so you don't piss anyone off in your audience who thinks that you don't think that their experiment or their work is important. In all sorts of ways, scientific and political, it's very, very important to acknowledge other experiments. And, you know, you're thinking, well, at my defense, what does it matter? But just do it. It matters. Um, as part of my introduction slides, I also explain the basic principle underlying our main detection method. So it's an experiment. There is a detection process involved. You want to be able to completely explain what that is and in a, a lot of detail and in a good way. So this is what something I had, um, this slide, which goes through my detection method of this experiment. And I will tell you most questions that I, uh, for the whole defense, I got the most questions on this slide. So that tells you that this is very much cared about. So people very much care about knowing that you understand what is the basic underlying principle for your experiment. What is the basic science that you're doing or capturing or detecting or using to do the thing you're doing. Do you have a good understanding of that science or not? That's what this slide is. This is, of course, you want a slide like this in your introduction slides, uh, if not more than one, and just expect it. Just expect and anticipate that you're going to get a lot of questions, if not the most questions on slides like that. So I was grilled, personally, I was grilled on all parts of it. So you've got, I've got this slide with, you know, this process with arrows and everything. And every chunk of that slide, I was grilled on. So just expect that. Um, I definitely felt that I could have kept things a bit more straight during this slide. I think I kind of let it get to me during the defense, which I... I would just watch out for that kind of thing. Um, I got questions on almost every introduction slide and they involved board work. So another just letting you know how it flows, right? You might think, oh, you're just going to walk in there. They're going to sit down. You're going to be able to just like get to your stuff, the stuff that you know really well. You're going to breeze through the introduction. Now they're going to get you in the introduction slides. They're going to make you work every fucking thing out on the board, right? Excuse my French. Um, I knew the committee was not trying to attack me, but it was still kind of rough. I'll just say that. As a senior grad student, I had been spending all my time with research, not the basics and the coursework. 
I had studied for the defense. I went back to undergrad and read E&M and particle physics books, reread some class notes, etc. All that helped. I will say all of that helped. But they still found spots that I was weaker on that day. You know, like your defense is just another day in your life. Every day comes with its strengths and weaknesses. And I was strong on some stuff, weak on some stuff. It's not like on the day of my defense, I'm a perfect human being, right? I was far from perfect. I was up like the freaking whole night before and I had been having an overall rough time. So basically just kind of giving you a warning that it could get rough during a defense. Um, the more prepared you are, of course, the better off you will be. But it's going to be an uncomfortable experience. At least it was for me. And I learned, right? That's the thing. You never stop learning. Even during my defense, I was up there on the board. I was trying to do stuff. I was working out, working stuff out for them and I was still learning. It's still part of your graduate school experience. So just have an open mind towards learning even during your defense. And the key... So you're thinking, God, I'm getting all flustered because, um, you know, literally five times the number of uh, equivalent of me are present uh, for the sole purpose of challenging, challenging me through this. And they have, you know, together they have hundreds of years of experience being scientists and being professors and professionals who are experts at this exact thing which is you know torturing a grad student so like yeah it's how do you how do you keep on track right with that kind of thing going on the key was to get back on track with the talk once each grilling session was done so you you can't abandon your talk right you're here for a purpose just remember that in mind. You got to get through that fucking talk, right? You can't let anyone derail you. You can't let these people who are on your committee derail you and you can't not finish your talk. You can't not get to the part where you're going to fucking blow their mind, right? Like you have to get through the talk. You have to get back to you. You can't let embarrassment or humiliation uh, keep you from getting back to your talk. My brain was tired. It didn't help that I was up till two in the morning the previous night. And I mean like up doing work. And I don't know how, when I actually fell asleep, if at all. Then again, being tired is nothing unusual for a grad student. And we can still put up a fight, right? Right. So bounce back and pounce again like nothing happened. Um, this was challenging, but had to happen in order for me to get through the presentation and show the stuff where I'm the boss, a.k.a. my research. So next I get into like experiment slides. So this is where I'm, you know, introducing the experiment that I worked on. This is where you're going to be really strong. This is the stuff you've been doing every day. So this is what, this is where you can start to rock and roll. So the sooner you get to your stuff, the better. Um, so yeah, I show this uh, experiment slide here. I'm with... Uh, postdoc Linda in front of the Anita 4 payload in Antarctica. I had six slides, including this one on the experiment and how it worked. Um, the rest of the talk was my research. 
this is my stuff, right? The stuff I had done and owned and published or not yet published, who cares? This is my stuff. All right, now we're talking business. So one so you know, as I was saying, during your talk, don't let anyone derail you. Even if there is maximal humiliation, you got to get back to the talk so you can get into your stuff. And I think you know what I'm talking about here. Every grad student does. So I use a divider slide. So this is what I mean by divider slide. It's a slide where you announce the start of a new section of research. Because it's your defense, you probably have a lot of topics to cover. And so this is a slide that's going to kind of announce what you're about to talk about. So I presented four main projects in my talk and put a divider slide before each one. And so these four main projects, these are my projects. This was my bread and butter, what I was doing every single day as a grad student. So, um, you know, I wanted to make sure I can get to talk about each one and, and all that and also highlight the accomplishments. So in the divider slide, I put two pieces of information with the goal of providing a very quick summary of what I was going to say. Um, and this was a title or a brief description of the project I was about to present and a hyperlink to the the publication associated with the project if there was one out already. And this helps a lot. If you have a publication out, you want to link those with the part of your talk where you're giving, you know, where you're going to talk about that, that project. Um, cause it also shows that you have a publication. Hey, that's good. Like, so that's, that's important. So I put the web address to the published article in the hyperlink and edited the text that would show up to say the journal's name and volume number. So it kind of looks really legit below or, you know, in this, uh, post is my divider slide for the, first main project I presented. And so you can see this in my post. Uh, this project involved during doing the collaborations, the collaboration that I was part of, um, their main analysis. So this is the sort of project slash paper that pays the bills, right? So it's important. Basically, why I presented this project first is because it's an important project as far as paying the bills, as far as the collaboration goes. It's not the project that I was the biggest fan of, but it's the project that was the most important as far as everything else. So I put it first, then I did my next divider slide. Um, that was a project on the instrument. And fortunately, what I worked on for the instrument greatly improved our lifetime. So I could talk about that. So that's like a big impact thing. You know, you want to highlight these types of things in your defense so that it looks like you did shit that mattered. You know, that's what you're trying to do here. Um, I also love this project. It was mission critical and therefore very exciting and rewarding. Uh, in this divider, I also added a hyperlink to a trailer video I had made on the project. So this video, it's entertaining. So I thought I would include it in case there was a chance to show it, you know, whatever you're, you're like showing off all your, all your important things in your defense. Um, the other two projects I presented did not yet have public publications. They, uh, they were more recent projects I had worked on. I only showed a couple of slides on these, on these projects. Um, they were short-term projects, uh, scope mainly. So this third project, the scope was mainly simulations. 
I enjoyed it and it was sort of opt optional, which is great for learning. Uh, you want to show like your project that you did kind of just for fun or like if it if it were optional but still like did something, you still want to talk about that. And then the last project I worked on, um, I was heavily invested in this project and driving it from the start, but got to work on it mainly at the end of my time. Um, it did have a lot of happy memories. Uh, I went to the UK and did some groundwork for the project. Uh, I went to Moulard Space Science Lab. So, you know, it, it's another, I, it's a bittersweet project because I did a lot of stuff, but then um, it was pushed to the end of my uh, time. So, you know, whatever. So like any normal physicist, the stuff that I dread getting grilled on is statistics. And of course, that came up too during the defense. Um, so just letting you know, that's going to come up. I got through my slides, thank God, and my conclusions and answered more questions. That's kind of how um, the defense went. I will say the part of the defense where I got to speak more and kind of present more than being bombarded was absolutely my research. So like I said, as the just keep that in mind that you're going to get to that and you're going to rock it. So just kind of bear with the process. Um, the last question I got had to do with a rainbow and a puddle and Brewster's angle, and I did not get it. You know, I was stumped. Um, so what happened at the end was I went out of the room feeling terrible about the rainbow question because I thought I was going to fail because of it. Like I was so stumped. Um, and it was a few minutes before I got my result, but it felt like forever. I sat in a chair down the hall and it was a strange and vulnerable feeling to be done and I could no longer do anything about it. I didn't want to see anyone until I heard the result. You know, students in the in my group kept passing by. They were setting up a celebration in the analysis room. I told them to go away because I thought I was going to fail. You know, you have this, like, terrible feeling. Um, then the committee called me in again. And I always envisioned myself collapsing at this moment. But ended up acting totally normal as they shook my hand um, one by one, saying things like, congratulations, great, great job and nice job. I think I kind of just zoned out and like I was paralyzed um, and I kind of heard them. I, I saw it first and then I heard it, you know, like it was a very weird feeling. Anyway, so that was my defense. Uh, real quick... Just wanted to touch upon the How to PhD blog and book. Uh, if you are feeling overwhelmed or stuck in graduate school, you're not alone. You can get help to navigate these situations both in this blog, howtophd.org, uh, and my book, How to PhD, the Graduate School Handbook. Uh, it is packaged more efficiently in the book, this information, uh, which is why people have found it worthwhile to just get the book. The information is presented step-by-step step there and in an organized manner. 
Having said that, I'm not trying to push you to buy the book. I'm perfectly happy if you just read the blog too. I just want you to succeed and to know your options for getting maximum support during grad school and after. So that's my ultimate goal. And guess what? You're not alone. Again, if you have a question, you can ask any question in the comments of any post, including this one, and I will write a post to answer it. You take care and happy graduating.